<laughs> Next thing I know, I'm jumping out a shorty window in front of a bus stop full of people, son. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all should do a podcast for real. Yo, but like, what would we call the podcast, though? Boy, I don't even know, but it got to be something that represents us. Look, man. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, we back again, back again, episode 44. What's the vibes? What's the vibes? What's going on, y'all? You. Well, let's start off here. For those on YouTube and for those on Instagram, you are going to see we are in a completely different space. We were here once before when we were here with our boy Kev. Shout out Kev, shout out DJ Monet. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Uh, we have the big studio because you're going to see we have two beautiful ladies with us here. Mm-hmm. We have two of our most favorite guests. Yeah. One, we know her for many things, but the one thing we know her for most for is for being toxic. To- toxic. <laughs> T is back, baby. <laughs> Say hello to the people. Yeah. Secondly, we have someone who's also known for many things, but what we know her for is Helping us break these shackles. Yes, yes. Trying to reach, reach reach better places in everyone's lives. Everyone need healing. We have the homie Mel back again. How you doing? What's up, y'all? Hello, humans of the world. <laughs> What's up? By those responses, you can tell why I got both of them here. <laughs> um, this episode, no real structure, no real topic. But what I have doing, been doing over the last few months is gathering questions from DMs, emails, uh, Facebook questions, just think people from questions from people who listen in person, just asking me shit. And I was like, I'm gonna get to all these questions, but I just didn't know when. So today is gonna be a Q&A episode. We're gonna be answering listener questions. Hope you guys are just ready to, you know, be honest, say what's on your mind, and uh. Let's get to it. You guys ready for this? Ready. As ready as I'm going to be. Right. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to start. Matter of fact, I'm going to just do them in order that I have them. Uh Here we go. (laughs) Is there a polite way of buying sex? All right. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's a way to start. Yeah. Uh. This was a question that was brought to me. See, I never bought sex. It's on my bucket list, though. I've I seen that bucket list. So I, I want to do it in a controlled environment with not people on Livonia Avenue. <laughs> you feel me? I that want, was oddly specific. Because that's... That's we, where the strip is at. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's you seem it. to know. I would. Me. You said you would? I would know. Like, my dad works back that way. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Man, yeah. Don't choose. So, I hope your dad got the girls for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. So, that'd be... Like, I want to do it somewhere like Vegas. Oh, like a, a brothel. Yeah. Like, I want to buy it in a real, like structured way so for you with the fact that it's in a brothel and it's a or uh and this is a regulated let me, business let me let me let me specify by saying i gotta be single when this happens <laughs> absolutely becoming a problem in the future <laughs> absolutely. absolutely well what i'm saying is would you would you think because of it being a regulated business that is what makes it 
polite, I guess, is the ways of... I mean, ain't no way to politely buy sex. Huh? This shit sound crazy as hell, but... I would if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it that way. Okay. Before I get to you, Dre, I want <laughs> both of the women's opinions. Mel just looks like I have no idea how to answer this question, but I'm gonna ask her. No, I have an idea. Talk to me. So I first of all I think that we need to get away from sex being a taboo thing. Absolutely. Like we all love sex. Even like what are the the people called that don't like sex? sex. Asexuals oh. or something? No, it's a term. Um, yeah. Even for the asexual <laughs> people, they like they might not like penetration, but they like the connection. They look something about oh, yeah. the the yeah. intimacy aspect of sex attracts human interactions. Is humanity? I think it's okay to like sex. Now, making sex transactional. I think is um, what it really is. We're exchanging energies or exchanging money or exchanging love or there's an exchange. And if there isn't an exchange, you shouldn't really be doing it. That's so how I feel. So you buy sex is what you say. If you, if you want to buy sex, you would. I, thankfully, hopefully in this world, I don't, in this lifetime, I don't have to do that. Um, but I would. You know what's funny? No, no offense. Mm-hmm. You look like though, in like twenty to forty years from now, when you like old, you would do that just to get your rocks off. You look like the type that would do that. I wasn't gonna say that. At yeah, all. Oh, I, what I were you gonna say? Yeah, I'm just saying that. That's no offense. No, no, I'm not offended like, at all. Like she would pay for sex. Let, I, like, yeah. But that was my question. <laughs> Let's say uh, far removed from now. There's a you somewhere. You on vacation. Mm-hmm. You see a man, and you go because you know sometimes girls just see a guy and they go, "Yo, I'm definitely giving him some today or this week or before I leave." Mm-hmm. And you chatting with him, flirting with him, whatever, and he just goes, "Yo, that's cool. It's gonna be three hundred though, <laughs> or whatever the number is." Would that physical attraction be enough for you to go? I got three hundred. Because I'm not f- attracted to people like that often, mm-hmm. if I'm like about it, we're on vacation, hell yeah, I would. And not only that, but even with my partner, like I think that's like a, Wait, that's what? something, yeah, like on vacation is like when you would explore those types of options with a partner. I, oh, like a three way type situation. Right. Oh, no, no, that's cool. Yeah. I'm going to let y'all talk in a second. I just want to <laughs> make sure I'm not hearing this wrong. Mm hmm. For the man in this particular situation, mm-hmm. if he he should he would have to be somebody that's cool. If you go, hey, pay this guy to be in our situation, he would have to be open to this. Of course, if I'm in a relationship with someone, they would yeah, they would have to be for sure. Uh, hey, I'm cool. I'm just wanting to make sure that I heard Accurate. that correctly. Correct. Right. Yeah. That's- Tia, what about you now? Honestly. Sex is transactional. At some point in time in life, we either paid for it, no, no doubt about it. Like either if you took me on a date, if I took you on a date, oh, I was if getting we, if we exchanged yeah. energies, somewhere along the line, we already paid for sex. So yeah, it's not it's not something that I haven't done already. All right, but there, is there like the question was, is there a polite way to do it? Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming because there's a very impolite way to do it, which is to be basically be like, hey, I don't know you from nowhere, but I'm willing to give you this amount of money for sex. And I could see some people taking that away. 
I mean, the transaction, if it's proposed, I wouldn't propose to offer money on purpose. Right. Right. So no one leads with saying, I want to pay for it. Right. Like you don't offer to pay for something unless you have to pay for it. Quid pro quo. Uh-huh. That there we go, Dre. I don't know if there's any polite way to. I I don't know. I just I don't know. But I'm with I'm with Stiz in the sense where I took it as a literal sense. So I'm paying for sex. It just gotta be private for me. Like I don't want nobody really in my. Y'all know how I am. I don't really want nobody in my business and all of that. I just gotta be in the you know an undisclosed location where this is taking place. But you know I'll be with it. I'm open to it. I mean, for me, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know the vibes. I'm with a lot of shit. <laughs> you with, you with just, the shit? I do, I do things from time to time, man. I'm, I'm out here making things happen. You, I but, think... Okay. Muffle, muffle. Okay, go, 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 go. I, I don't forget what I was going to say. But, I, um... No, go, okay. No, <laughs> no, I was going to say the vacation thing is true. Though, I actually got offered <laughs> to participate in a orgy in Mexico. It's funny, ain't it? Nah, I ain't, I ain't. I wasn't feeling the vibes. Oh, okay. Son was entirely like too wasted. Like he was just doing too much, touching me, touching Shorty, and all of that. You, just... you see how far you got before you got uncomfortable. The proposal of me having sex with a bunch of strangers sounds like a setup because of the life I live. Right. So I'd have immediately been like, nah. <laughs> like sex ain't never been a thing I easily got. Like of course we all had our situations where things fell in our lap or things just happened, but. I've always, as a man, I feel like men in general have to work for sex in general, or pay, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I've always been that way, so whenever sex is too easy for me, I immediately am skeptical about it. Mm -hmm. Even when it's a girl just going like, I don't care what's up, I'm with the shits, we doing whatever, I'm... Why? You're you're a little judgy, (laughs) you're judgy. I'm not, it's not about judgment, it's more of a... Are you doing this to everybody? No, I don't care what you do to everybody. Uh, Why are you doing this to me? Why are you not deserving? It's not about me not being deserving. I've always had to work for things. So when things are given to me, Mm. I feel like there's an agenda behind it. I feel familiar. I'm the same way. It has nothing to do with nobody else. Mm -hmm. Yo, I think, right, that an English person or somebody with an accent could politely ask for sex. (laughs) To pay for sex. I can see it. That's what I'm saying. Somebody with an accent. (laughs) I can see them. They get away with everything. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, take your own buck. Good <laughs> job. I hope that's not the accident. <laughs> a, little, a little snuggly tongue. <laughs> I can All see right. them getting away with that. Shout out to whoever sent me that question. I did not put your names next to the question, so sorry. Uh, okay, next question. Is a man or woman being single with no kids 30 or over a red flag feed? Hell no. <laughs> Nope. Nope. Okay. Tia start. <laughs> Hell no. What? I love me a man that ain't got no kids. Um, ain't got no ties. Yep. <laughs> she said this multiple times. But that's that's my preference and that's my choice. I feel as if like if you don't have any kids at your age, that was a choice that you made, right? right like right, right. that also comes off you may have been a little bit more responsible than I was. I was about to say, doesn't <laughs> does does that I understand it's a preference and everybody's entitled to have a preference. But would you say that preference is fair when you're coming to the table with a kid in that situation? No. Okay. No. It's not. Like I, and I don't expect anybody to always accept me with my kid either, right. right? So I tend to pick people that accept the fact that I come with the kid first. But you're not willing to accept somebody who comes with a kid? I am. 
but there's there's limitations. Right. <laughs> limitations. We're gonna go to this. <laughs> I'm assuming you want me to flip it for the women. I said men no. And women, said the question. Oh, I um, nah, it's not a red flag. I just. I would want to know what's going on. It wouldn't be a flag. I'd be like, how come, how you skip through life like this? Now, let me ask you a question. Do you find it rude to even ask why someone doesn't have kids at 30? Nah, I think that's actually protocol. If you, because when you, when you dating in your 30s, there's usually like a short term to a longevity goal there. So you like, in this short period of time, you're trying to assess whether you want to take this person and make this a situation for a lifelong journey. So you need to ask, like, yo, why? How come? Cause it don't have to be no childish shit. Person probably couldn't have kids, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. So when you're dating past your thirties, you, those are very like prominent questions you should be asking. All right, I'm glad you brought that up because I I was in a situation like that where I was talking to somebody and I asked them about that, mm. and I was told that it was rude. And the reason why I was told it was rude is because they had a situation why they couldn't have kids and they felt like, you know, that ain't something you want to ask somebody just in case they are still dealing with that, they're still processing that. You don't know where that person's in in their journey from healing from whatever that issue may be. That may be, but me, Jermaine, personally, I, that's a that's a hill I'm willing to jump off if, if I'm trying to take this person serious. Like, I'll just have to ask that. Got you. No. I agree with that. I think it needs to be asked mm-hmm. um, whether it's uncomfortable or not. Mm-hmm. I think it's just important to know. Um, but I, it's not a red flag to me. I am over 30 and I don't have children. Um, so I, it's, it's a blessing, really. Um, and it shows a lot about your character. But I also don't think it's a red flag if you do have kids. Like, it's. We just walk different paths. That's mm-hmm. cool. Absolutely. Dre, where you at with it, cuz? I don't think it's rude to ask, but I think you do have to tack that question in a certain way to where you know you gotta be you gotta be sensitive towards that person's feelings. Cause like I said, they could have medical conditions that you know prevents them from doing so. So you just gotta find a way to tackle it in a different way. But for me, it's not a it's not a red flag as well. It's a little bit of an eye eyebrow raiser only because based off of like society and, and where we live and stuff like that. I'm used to like in your 20s, you know, that's where you live it up. That's where you have fun. That's your whole phase and all of that. Typically, people, when they get into their 30s, you know, that's when you look into, you know, get your first crib. You know what I'm saying? Looking, you know, to get married and things like that. So when I see, um, you know, females and they don't have kids past a certain age, it's just an eyebrow raiser. Like, well, all right, what's going on? Like, you must, especially if you like beautiful and things like that, you intelligent, you got a lot going on. To me, it's like, I right, what's what's going on? Something's wrong. Like, you must be crazy or something. I don't know. So rude. That's, I think that's that so freaking rude. <laughs> that's rude. Uh, uh, like when I was younger, in my twenties, I thought that way, but only because. How do I word this without sounding like an asshole? It's like I see certain women, and I just be like, somebody made a choice that day. As fucked up <laughs> as that sounds, I, I do. So when I see someone who's beautiful, smart, got their shit together, I I grew up around around scumbags. So I'm like, somebody ain't just lock her down? Like that's crazy. And again, I don't I don't ever put the onus on the female because yeah, nah. you never know what's going on with them. But I'm just like, somebody ain't try to 
just I know niggas be homeless. Niggas ain't trying to just get here. <laughs> <laughs> Only because they tried doesn't mean that she allowed it. Right. Well, that means that woman is smart. Doesn't mean there was an attempt. That's true. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Somebody was shooting the club up with blanks. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying no, not you, but just yeah. in general. Just in general, I'm saying more of. I'm first of all, I'm not gonna deal with a scumbag that just wants to impregnate me. Well, yeah, you wouldn't know, that. right? You, you do know yes, that. Yes, <laughs> You do know. We, do. we we know a lot of things. We just play stupid because mm. of insecure, whatever, a million things, right? Right. Um. I mean, I'll get personal. I was in a relationship with somebody and we were in the middle of having sex and he took off the condom without me knowing. That's also inappropriate, guys. And when I noticed that, that was the last... We did, we were together for a year after that and I didn't have sex with him again. For a year? Like, we're done. Like, I can't trust you with my body. You're trying to trick me. You're trying to trap me. What's your problem? I'm sorry, but I can't trust you. Right. So you're lucky you could still even be here. I mean, we're cool. We could be friends, but I'm not letting you in my body. I can trust you. But what, what made you let him even stay there? He wasn't really... At that point, we were already a year and a half in. We were already, like, committed. But, yeah, that was the beginning to the end. I'll tell you that. And that's scumbaggish. Yeah, that's yeah. warranted. Right. Hey, hey. Even if y'all already having sex to the young boys out there, Taking the condom off without consent is a problem. Huge. A major. Bro, you don't even want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Things can happen, ruin your whole life, bro. Don't do it. <laughs> Granted, a long time ago, by the way. I mean, I will hope so. Mm-hmm. Did I ask everybody this? Mm-hmm. I talked to all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, this next question. We are going to start with Mel. But the question is to everybody. Do you need to know if your girl or to the fellas? I mean, no, excuse me. To the fellas, do you need to know if your girl, to the ladies, to your, your guy, and their female slash male best friend, would do you need to know if they've ever had sex before? Like, is that something you need to know going in? So I asked, I know why you wanted to start with me. <laughs> um, but <For> I... <laughs> Yeah, because I just did a whole episode about opposite sex friendships. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I, I don't get into intricacies. Right. About my current relationship, my partner, and what he did before me. Like, period. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't. I'm not focused on that. Right. I also. I mean, I never had sex with a friend with someone, and then. No lying. I'm. I'm friends with all my exes. So I think. I think it's okay. I think it's all about trusting the person. And if you want to do it, you're going to do it regardless. Like, I don't I don't subscribe to being an FBI agent of anybody's penis. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drake? Um, I would want to know, yeah. Only because I don't want to, I don't want it to come down, be mentioned like somewhere down the line where we're in a public space or something like that. I just don't want to look foolish. Like be it be the only one at the table. I don't know what's going on, so that's the only reason why I would want to know. Especially if we, if that's you, that's still your friend, and we gonna be hanging out with them and things like that. I would want to know. See, yeah. I agree with Dre completely. <laughs> like completely. Like I kinda need to know, but I don't need to know a little bit though. Like I'ma ask, 
after I become like fully invested and fully committed and this person is around after I read their aura in their energy too. Like I feel like as a woman, if I'm his best friend or that's your best friend or however this may go, I can feel that for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have, I guess, that empath in me. So I can feel it and I'm like, all right, did you fuck her? Like, I'll, I'll ask, mm-hmm. but if, if I don't get that energy, if she's not giving me mm-hmm. that vibe, if she's coming off as a friend, as a genuine friend, then I'm going to ask. All right. I'm going to answer before I give it to Stiz to go. I'm never going to ask. I'm a very big proprietor of if. Don't ask shit you don't want to know the answer to. Also, don't ask, the, don't ask questions you're not ready to hear the answer to. So, I wouldn't ask, but I would feel like you should be obligated as my partner to tell me, because you know me, mm-hmm. that you're... Again, if this is your your male best friend, right, in my scenario, right, that means this person's going to be around. I'm going to have to be around this person. I'm going to have to shake hands, play nice, whatever, or whatever. The same thing I would do with all your normal friends. I would feel a way being around this person, not knowing you and this person had whatever happened in the past. I will feel like that in itself is some sneaky shit. You're not telling me that. I'm not saying I wouldn't be able to handle it if a girl would be like, yo, yeah, <coughs> me and him did whatever, but that was 10 years ago. We good. And like, it hasn't been that cool, fine, dandy. As long as I'm solid and us, we good. But you not telling me is going to make me now feel like there was something for you to hide particularly. Agreed. True. So, like I said, I wouldn't ask, but because if I know, look, I talk about it all the time. I've lost situations before they've even started by being completely way more honest than I needed to be. But I'm the type of person that I want to let you know exactly what you're dealing with and what you're getting into. That way, when shit go come up, you can't be like, oh, I don't, this is too much for me. I don't know what's going on. You know. Mm-hmm. That's me. What about you, Stiz? Um, I would try not to ask. But if I, like what Tia said, if I bring it, if I feel the vibe and I bring it to the table, I would love for you to be honest, for for her to be honest, because all the other shit I was talking about is cool, but I know me personally, I'm not emotionally secure to deal with that right. at all. You around it, it may be, let's say y'all are friends. For real friends, like the intimacy part is gone. There's nothing to worry about between the three of us. But again, my insecurities and and me emotionally knowing that there's people that knows that information. So if we chilling with them one day and they say some shit, that's a trigger for me. Yeah. You feel me? Like, you feel me? Like, we could be chilling. Oh, yo, bro. Remember when y'all used to do this shit? And I'm sitting there and I got to be like, damn. I, I told her I was over this shit mm. But right. now This Him or her Just saying this thing Just triggered me back And I, I, I don't, I'm not emotional. So you would want to know So you can make sure You can not put yourself In situations to feel that way Yeah like I Even if that That comes up after I know Let me just work through it And, and like Really be okay with it But if you like If that's something I just find out on the fly Like say I find it out This week And then next week We had a cookout And somebody bring it up <laughs> I could see me reacting to that a lot more passionate than I should be. You know what I'm saying? Because it is, I look at it on the other foot. Like, if you're around shorties 
and other shorties is laughing at your shorty, your shorty's gonna really feel away. You feel mm-hmm, me? Mm-hmm. Or people talking about your shorty. Yeah, I had a conversation like that. Your shorty's gonna feel away. So I would want that same respect reciprocated. Like, right, right, right. Don't put me in that situation. It's valid. Yeah. I don't right. care. Like, we all had sex partners. It doesn't matter. I feel like that, that one question got kind of serious. It's <laughs> a trigger. <laughs> trigger right there. <laughs> bring up a lot of bad memories to a bunch of people. All right. This one is very men specific, but I definitely would like women's opinion on this too. Why do men act like they don't like bigger women? Drake. That ain't me. <laughs> Drake is starting with you. Why do men act like um, I'm gonna speak for myself. I used to. Are we saying big, like big, like man, whatever big is to you? A BBW, baby. All that's subjective. I used to be insecure about my height, so so you're saying big isn't tall. Yeah, I'm. I'm saying talk. I'm only. I'm just relating it to myself. Like I don't got a. I don't got a problem with um plus size. Yeah, beautiful. Everybody's beautiful. But I used to just be insecure about my height just in the slightest bit. So I would shy away from, you know, the six foot woman and all of that. I had a couple people, a couple um, girls in high school that like liked me and stuff like that. But I wouldn't entertain it because I see how other people on the outside, I see how that could be a joke to them. (laughs) And I don't want to be the butt of the joke to anybody's joke. So I used to just really shy away from that. But, but let yeah. me ask you this though. Um, so, all right, would, take it out yourself right now. Yeah. Would you say that you know men who publicly act like they don't like bigger women, but in their personal life they do, or just men who just have this disdain for bigger women? Um, yeah, definitely, but I would think that's just that's just due to like the public again. This this society as a whole just that's just what we grew up on. Like, you know, growing up big people, you know, they used to get made fun of and stuff like that. So I think it became a thing where that was a thing, like we just not fucking with that. I don't think people really, you know, take the time to think for themselves and things like that. So I think that's why that's that narrative. But that's not that for me. Got you. Hmm. Tia. Hmm. I'm all for body positivity. But that's just me. Um, I feel like as a man, on that, as a woman watching from the outside looking in, it kind of stems from like the body shaming stigma and all of those things first, right? And then like he said, he didn't want to be the butt of a joke. So a lot of men be like, all right, I can, I can love her in private, right? And not publicly. Or I can have my skinny bitch in public and my side bitch gonna be BBW they don't want that out there like it's, it's a form of shame it's their ego it's all of that so if we're right well if you can't love her in public then don't love her at all like, true 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 Stiz what was the question <laughs> why do men act like they don't like bigger women oh, okay yeah I think men do that because of the public humility and the body shame and shit and they, they friends are just joke on them and they can't a lot of men are like the, You know the ego is fragile bro. Like, if a couple of your homeboys Cutting your ass You're gonna feel away And if it's about somebody that you Something that you can't control As far as how a female's body look Or whatever the case is You're gonna feel away So I think I think it's a lot of insecurities Behind men and how they relate to Dealing with The 
people talking about the women they're with. They could go past chubby women and whatever you said. It could go past that. It could go past like people thinking your girl ugly or whatever the case. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of things men just don't know how to deal with. Emote. They don't know how to emote properly. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to go to you and then I'm going to pay devil's advocate real quick. Go ahead. Um, I think there's a lot of people, a lot of men who you pretend, pretend to be something on the outside and then you look at their browser history and you will see otherwise, right? Um, I think that society has built the expectation that if you don't have like the Kim Kardashian made up body, that that's unattractive. Anything other than that is unattractive. So I think that just plays into like everything we see and everything we're taught to believe. Um, but it's just sick and it's toxic and it's really a waste. Because you're really missing out on what you like because of the judgment that you may get from other people. That's silly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Now, before I give my answer, I'm going to play devil's advocate. There, of course, there's men who definitely front for the public, front for the gram or whatever about their feelings towards women of different shapes, sizes, whatever, than the standard. Right? But what about those men who that is simply just their preference? Like it's not a they don't have a negative thing when it comes to bigger women. That's just not their preference. I know a dude specifically. He is the opposite. If they not to something, they can't do nothing. <laughs> and if they skinny, he's like, look, no offense to you, you're a beautiful woman, but I'm good. Cause that's and I know somebody who's the opposite, where they like. I like them petite. I like them small. I like nothing wrong with her. She's a beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. I can't handle that. Yo, hold on. One more time. What's the original question? Why do men act like? Are you here? I'm here. Why do men? I'm asking again. Why do men act like they don't like bigger women? All right. I feel like that question is loaded in a sense. Because there's the people you're talking about, and then there's the people we're talking about. I know. That's why I've made so, two different questions. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, because you, you said you said it like if you were flipping the question back, like as if a preference. Preference don't, you don't have to act a certain way if that's your preference. You're just telling them, yo, that's my preference. All right. But there are people who just say their preference, and people lump them in with the people who be like, nah, the, the people who are hiding and shaming. Sometimes you get lumped in with that just for stating your preference. But that's not their problem. Yeah, but nobody wants to deal with being labeled something that they're not. I don't want to deal with racist people every day, but I'm lumped into all of these criminals anyway because of my skin color. Absolutely. Right, but is it okay? But but is it fair is my point. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not fair, but I can't... If that's your preference, I don't even want to talk to you, bro. Like, you not in this. Because if I'm acting in front, but that's really you... We different already, my opinion, right? right? Yeah, but being different don't mean in the eyes of the public you can't be the same. I mean, all right. <laughs> Whatever. Either way, for me to answer that question, um, guys, and this is not even just guys. This is to people. I'm going to say people because I, as a bigger guy, I have experienced women who would love me privately but the dude you see them with is like 
the tall, skinny guy, whatever. Mm. But they would leave him and come to me every day. Mm. And it's like, wow. <laughs> Some crazy people in this world. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. For, that's like the people that drive like BMWs but live in like a room. Like it's the homeless niggas I refer to. Them. There's a, there, but that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, there's a lot of people that its perception mean is more valuable than reality. Right. Mm. That's just it's insane to me. Cause like I said for me, look, I'm the reason why I, I bring that whole preference thing up is because I'm a person who makes my preference clear from the gate, short, thick. That's it. Do I deal with people outside of that? Absolutely. I break my preference all the fucking time. (laughs) I break my preference all the time because I'm a person that goes off energy and the vibe and everything like that. Like, if you're a good person, you're a good person. I'm attracted to good people. Facts. If I had to create a person, she'd be a good person. I never never dated my type, so I don't know. I I haven't met him yet. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, she'd she'd be a good person, but she'd be short and thick in my preference. Mm -hmm. But, you know... I'm willing to go outside of that because I again, what I like you said. Sometimes your preference ain't what you get. That ain't that just ain't it. You know what I'm saying? Because if you hold on too tight to that preference, you can miss out on what's really supposed to be for, for you. you. Yeah, that's a fact. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I got a random like question in relation to this for the Come on, for man. the ladies. But um, how y'all feel like when y'all listen to the radio? Y'all hear all these songs, you know, Redbone, Redbone, Light Skin, and all of that. Y'all take offense to that? Oh my God, Dre, why you started this? <laughs> Nah, I just want to know. Like, I'm gonna get yelled at. I'm gonna get yelled at. Y'all go first. Like, do y'all think that's problematic? Because I'm only asking because I like I, I see a lot of females that take offense to stuff like that. But I think it just goes back to the to the preference thing, and I don't really think you should really like make such a big thing of it. Don't say it like. I think it's a preference and it's okay for it to be a preference. The reason why it becomes a problem is because we have a huge colorism issue in our country. I agree. In our ethnicity, Mm. in our uh, variables of our races and where we come from. And there's literally places today, right now, and I'm going to say this, people won't be mad, but I'm going to say it. In Dominican Republic, which is the country I come from, Mm -hmm. there's places today that I am too dark to be a part of. And so until that is flattened and there isn't a, um, there isn't a seniority for the color of your skin, even if you're black or Hispanic or whatever, then it's going to be always a problem for women to use that to their advantage. Now, what I say to light-skinned women, um, and I've had these discussions with several of them, is be the voice in the room that we can't be in. And speak for everyone. I don't want you to remove your privilege because you already have it. There's nothing we can do about it. Your privilege because you're light skinned and you got curly hair. We got it. Copy. Now, what are you doing when you get into that door because you're light skinned with curly hair? What are you saying in that room? How are you representing for all women with your privilege? Use your privilege to your advantage. I say that to my white friends. I say that to, you know, anybody that has privilege. Don't remove your privilege. Just use it and use it to do better for everybody because that's what we do. True. And we have no choice. So true. Tia, you go. I felt that in my soul as an Afro Latino, the other end of this table. Oh, oh amazing. <laughs> but no, um, at one point in time, it did. Like I used to really feel like insecure about being the darker girl in the room. Like me too. Especially because majority of my friends are fair skin. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And it'll come, it'll be like the shade is real. Or like men would purposely shade because I'm dark. And I'll be looking like, well, that's fine. You don't like me, but somebody, I'm somebody else's Henny straight automatically. Mm-hmm. And I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not your cup of tea, but I'm his Henny straight. It's, it's, it's all right. It's fine. Right. Um, As hearing it in mainstream and in music, though, like now that I'm older, now that I've become comfortable in my skin, I'm cool with it. Sure, why not? She can be a rep on that's fine. But the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice, baby. (laughs) Well, sir. This is where I'm going to get into some shit. All right. And I'm answering your question directly. (laughs) We're not talking about the colorism that goes on in the world. We're not talking about the colorism that goes on in the country. We all know these things exist and happen. Everyone knows my personality. <laughs> Everyone knows my personality. My personality is I like equality across the board. That's how I feel about things in life. That's how I feel about things with work. That's how I feel about things with relationships. I like equality across the board. Just let, let me finish. I'm gonna put all the caveats before I get called a colorist and a sexist by the end of this episode. Alright? Not by y'all, but by everybody else when they see it. Alright, um, that's just how I am. So, when I hear songs about light-skinned women, whatever the case may be, oh, red bone this, red bone that. Maybe I'm just, maybe I listen to more music than other people. But there are also plenty of songs about dark-skinned women. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's brown-skinned girl, Cal Dion Brown. Like I, These are all songs about brown-skinned women. And again, as people who know me, y'all know my preference. What is my preference? Dark skinned women. Yeah. Everyone who knows me knows this. My issue is, if that's what that man likes and he want to make a song about a woman likes and want to make a song about, I don't give a fuck. My problem is, if we're gonna bitch about it when it's li- when they when light skinned people do it, you gotta bitch I don't about want it. brown skinned people do it either. Let's right. stop making skin color or complexion a song topic. Period. If we're not gonna bitch about it both ways, don't bitch about it at all. I don't like double standards. I like equality. I'm very big on that. If we're gonna bitch about it for light-skinned people, that's cool. I have no problem with that. But when a person makes a song about a brown-skinned person or a dark-skinned person, we better bitch about that shit too. I copy. Yep. I hear you. That's all I'm saying. If not, let people. I'm still annoyed by what you're saying, but I understand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. Like... Hey. Because think about how long it took for a brown-skinned song to come out in the hey. first place. I said I'm answering Dre's I mean, questions. We just got cool. <laughs> we just got cool, and you want to already like now? We just you want equality, but we just got cool. Like, I give just, it a moment. I just am answering Dre's question Happy. specifically. Yeah. Now, outside of music, is there mad work to do? Absolutely. Will I be a voice for this? Absolutely. Because when I'm in a room full of guys who's all chasing the light-skinned girl, I'm the one like, yo, that pretty dark-skinned thing over there, I want that. That's me. I will promote her. I will wear her on my arm proudly. I love me a dark-skinned natural hair woman all day. I copy. You don't have to validate it. I'm, I'm just I'm saying. I'm not validating it. I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm, no, this is me being honest. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't... I just don't like... I don't... There are people who argue about it like you I don't argue not argue when I say you argue I mean when you are defending the people of your complexion and the the hardships that you had to go through I completely understand that but then there's some people who just complain just to complain about something and that is aggravating 
because sometimes that person didn't have a negative intent by what they said they just was saying what they like being in a complaint state is remaining the victim and i'm no longer a victim say it loud say it proud let's go all right let's get out of that before i get in more shit (laughs) (laughs) um question to everybody do you believe in going on solo dates with yourself hell yeah i just went on one right now right before this okay how was that amazing Where'd you go? I went and got a pizza from up here. It was really good and a glass of wine. And I sat outside. I parked in the middle of the street because I couldn't find parking. Mm-hmm. So everyone's looking at me crazy, but I didn't care. It was amazing. The best 30 minutes ever. Hey, okay. What about you, Stacey? I love I love those those type of dates. Cause I just get to do whatever I want to do. Just chill. I've been to the movies by myself. Actually one of my favorite pastimes. If I can be by myself, I'm happy actually. Bro, I think the solo movie date is very underrated. I love Bro, I love that shit. You can watch what you want to watch. You ain't gotta explain shit. You ain't gotta say nothing that be good. Just watch this shit. You probably meet some people there. Yeah, worry about niggas making you late for the previews. Yeah, which is I'm big on previews. And if you go on a matinee like 11 o'clock in the like morning on a Saturday, you'll be there by yourself. I saw like the Tupac movie by myself in a whole theater. See, I got a thing where I just go to movie theaters. It's not popular. Yeah, so it's empty. So, but that's aside from that, if you go in the matinee, you can yeah, get about 11, three movies 12, Yeah, <laughs> Like I used to do that at Linden all the time. All go the time. Take the 15. Well, my man, man Jotty worked there, so I ain't paid for movie My moms, I love my moms for this, but she tell you, get Shout in. Shout out Jotty. Get in early. And you see all the movies you want. Mm-hmm. Going there about 12 and you leave out like 12. <laughs> and you straight. But that's when, you know what I mean? Tia, what about you? Got that time. Yeah. I know the answer, but what about you? Yeah, I, I totally enjoy it. So I've been doing that for years, though. I started that because of a relationship that I was in now. Like, I, I needed my partner with me and he wouldn't be there. So after that, I was like, well, I'm going to date myself while I'm with you. And then I just continued it all these years later. That sounds all right. Did that end in the relationship being successful? <laughs> no. Um, but we ended not because of that, because of other things, though. Okay. But you don't think that was a successful thing to do in a relationship to replace dating him with yourself? Not necessarily. I felt like, you know, sometimes you got to fall in love with you, period. Like, I can't love you if I don't love me. Right. So I'm going to put me before I put you. So I'm going to go out by myself. I'm going to go to Olive Garden. I'll be back in about an hour and a half. I'm going to come back home drunk, but it's fine. Like, I'll be back. Right. Dre, what about you? Yeah, definitely. Y'all know me. Every Saturday morning, I'm on the, um, on the golf course. But you just need that time to heal, being your thoughts. Date, huh? That's a date to me. I think it started as a date. It just became a regular for you. I think that's a hobby, Dre. I think that's what they call a hobby. Well, I never, I never did the, I never did the solo date thing. Then I went to the, I maybe went to the bar by myself, had a drink, but that's that could be a date. Yeah, it's cool though. I, I definitely like being by myself. Definitely big on that. All right, yeah, I'm same, same, same. All right, next question, next question. I got a lot of these. Jesus Christ. Oh, this one's gonna be interesting. Would you, all right, this to everyone in here. Would you date a full time student who had no job and still lived with their parents? Mel, we're starting with you. No, I'm 35. Okay. No. Is nothing else? Just- <laughs> 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 okay. Dre? <laughs> um, 
Probably not. Uh, no explanation. I'm just not there in my life right now, so no. You know what? You know. All right. Tia, what about you? I want to say no so bad. Like, oh, so bad. But for me, it's I am still a full-time student. But I got a full-time job. So if I can do this shit, so can you. I'm sorry. Also, I don't think you live with your parents. Even when I was living with my mother, I was a full-time student with a full-time job. (laughs) So same thing goes across the board. If I can make that shit work, so can you. Get a part-time job. Do something. You got to... Studies is real. Like I get it. I get college is crazy. I understand that the science is it's terrible. But where is where is your source of income? Where is your independence? How are you building for your independence? But I tell people time, you need a job while you're in college because how do you count on your resume? Because now jobs be like, yo, we want eight years experience plus a four year degree. I'm like, I'm supposed to have both. So why don't you get both? Busy. I look, man. I could find. I can answer this shit as technical as possible, but the answer is not. But I can say there's certain fields of studies where it requires you to de- like dedicate your time and all that shit to it. I.e., doctor, you know we in the field, so mm-hmm. we yeah. see it all the time. Yeah. So it's there's fields where that's a that's a thing, right? Mm. I don't have to deal with that. So that's all my right. answer. <laughs> all right. I agree with everyone, <laughs> but but what I will say is, I think that question is very different for men than it is for women. True. In a lot of scenarios, I've seen men date the girl who's still in college, no job, still live with their parents, mm-hmm. because in and that's a whole nother thing that I'm having an issue with in general. But you know, I try to avoid keep my shit to myself about women having these stanzas of what they want in men, but they ain't got shit to bring to mm. the table. Well, we ain't mm. gonna talk about that right now. Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about that right now. But, um, See why you put you over there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like I just. I, I, I see some people do it and I see the pros and cons to it because sometimes there are those men who feel like yo I want to get with a girl from the ground up and help her build and get to my level and they're willing to be okay with that they're in a space financially and emotionally and physically and mentally to be able to deal with that I'm not I want somebody that I'm going to be able to build with I'm not saying you got to have what I have I'm not saying you got to be on my level but at least be trying to get here I can help you if you know you have that ambition and drive and shit preferably you're further than me help me i've been helping people my whole life help me <laughs> i'm so that's so refreshing to hear because i've been having a all-day conversation about this mm-hmm. and it was like some meme about like the top five things a man sees in a or would like in a woman and one of the things was income and every man in the comments was like, oh, we don't care about her income. That's just throw that out there. It doesn't matter. And I'm just like, the type of man that doesn't care about a woman's income is the type of man who gets his ego rubbed by being the provider and the protector. Mm. And so if you're still subscribing to 1950s mentality, then you still have some things that you need to work on. And I do not want that man. Didn't I just say this the other day? I think I said to you the other day, if you make less than 60K a year, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't talk to That's me. That's so refreshing. Don't talk. You cannot talk to me if you don't make 60K. It don't make sense. That's refreshing. 
personally. But then again, it's also a lot of women that are not like me that would be like, Melissa, shut up. I want him to buy me the purses and the per and the and maintain. I want to be maintained, and that's okay for that woman too. I'm not judging it, but like, come on, I work really hard for you not to care about what I work hard for every day. Listen, I can't even mess with you. Listen, I'm the type of person that's this. I don't mind doing anything for the woman I'm going to be with or the woman I care about or the woman I love. I don't have a problem spoiling you, taking care of you, doing any of these things. I was raised to be a provider, so I'm going to always be that. Whether we make the same amount of money, whether you make more money, whether I'm whatever, I'm going to be the man in that relationship. That's what that's going to be. But I would love... I've had both. I've had the woman. I've had all. I've had the women who's made more than me. Loved it. It's amazing time. It was an amazing time in my life. I've had the women who were broke and didn't have it. it was a terrible time. <laughs> so now you got a point of reference. Right. <laughs> and then I've had women who've on the same level. Somehow ended up still being a terrible time in my life. But either way, like I, I would prefer someone who's at. Like I said. You don't have to be on my level, but at least close. And then if you are close and not here, at least show me you have the drive and ambition to get here. Somebody that's non-ambitious is like the worst type of person. I agree. I don't know, y'all. Okay. I <laughs> different view. But because I think I know other men. Like, I've met men that be like, yo, I'm okay with a woman that is willing to stay home and is not rubbing their ego. Right, like I've met men that be like, "Yo, I will work these three different jobs and provide whatever the hell you may want. I will give you the sun and the stars and the moon, without having my ego rubbed." And I've met men like this more than once, and I've been like, "Well, I want to go to work and I want to go to school, but this is what I want to do." They're like, "That's what you want to do? Go ahead, but I'm gonna still give you the world." Like, and I've met men that be like, "You know, it's not a problem because what you said." men are main or trained to be providers so i feel like that becomes like like their main focus granted but they're not some of them don't rub it in like they they do it out of the kindness of their heart they do it out of the love and genuineness for that person that they're with (laughs) right like (laughs) so i'm like yeah and i'm not saying that they shouldn't i'm just saying not valuing someone who has income like wanting that seeing the value in it that's the problem Mm-hmm. Right, like if I, you know, I'm I make my own money, I have my own thing. But if today I say, you know, I want to take a year off and have your child and procreate a whole human, I, yeah, I would want you to support me and not you look down on me that for that. that. You need to know that person can hold you down. Right, for of course. Right, but it, but don't not value my income because you prefer me to be maintained by you. Like, nah. Yeah, like I said, I've seen both. I've seen the guy who want to build and help that person reach that level then i've also seen the guy like y'all said that uses that as a form of manipulation and control because if he feels like if he controls the finances if he controls your way of surviving then he controls you you can't go nowhere technically speaking he doesn't though if you're out at work every day doing whatever you're doing and i'm home nine times out of ten i see the bills first that means i'm maintaining it first whatever income you're bringing in I'm checking it and I'm maintaining I'm balancing your books for you. I think that's a certain type of household. There are some where the man, you can't even ask him to see his account. Straight up. He's paying all the bills. He's taking care of everything. His whole thing is if you're taking care of, you shouldn't question me about shit. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. But then there's all the men that come home. Like I've seen it. I have uncles who like his whole thing is he go home. He go to work. His my, My aunt does not work. He work every day, all day. 
he come home, he hands her the check, and she makes sure the bills get paid, groceries get bought, food, whatever, and that works for them. I'm not necessarily sure if I would be able to have that type of thing for me, but if it works for them, it works for them. Alright. I feel like these questions are so lighthearted and they get real serious. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, okay. This next question, I don't even know where the hell this came from. Is there anything you can say after sex that's not awkward? Anybody can answer this. I guess I, I'm not understanding. Like, so are we saying everything is awkward after sex? Yeah, like, is there, like, you know how, like, you just finished having sex, right? Mm -hmm. That very first thing you say, is the first thing you say always going to be awkward, or is there anything you can say that's not awkward? I don't think anything is, I don't... You I don't, hungry? That's <laughs> awkward as well. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's define awkward. What do you mean awkward? All right, let's look at, let's, let's take Dre, for example, what he just said. Mm -hmm. Are you hungry? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to some, to some, that would imply that you helped her burn so many calories that she should be hungry, oh. and she could look at you like, "Bro, no, I'm, I'm, I'm full, I'm good." <laughs> or maybe talking about what just happened. No, that could be awkward too. That's, that's I, awkward. But you know what it is? Some people people define awkward. Differently. Yeah, I'm like, I guess I'm so. All right, so all right, so how about this? What is something that someone can say to you that would be awkward after sex? I don't know. I can't do it again. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Let me ask you this question. Does what would be deemed as awkward depends on the sexual experience? Yes. Yes. Mm. So give me an example, Tia, instead of a sexual experience that was not so great and something that person could say that I'd be like, the fuck? Either of you. Both of you. <laughs> I've I've asked. Yo, did you come? <laughs> I feel like that's awkward every time. Yeah, I've, I've asked that. Not recently, but I've asked that. Like, yo, did you come? And then, you know, she gave me with the nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awkward. <laughs> and then oh. what what makes it awkward is not that is well. <laughs> Next time, yeah, got you next Try time. Try this again in about twenty to thirty minutes. Hopefully, I get you where you need to go at that point. Tia, that question right there, I've heard more than once. I've heard that, but then I've also heard. So, what are we doing at? What are we doing at this? My response is normally the awkward response. I'm gonna get a shot when you can go, like. But I've done that, so it's it's not. I the love question those answers, <laughs> is the response for me. I love those answers too. I'm gonna get a shower. You can go. Shit. <laughs> you know. I've been trying to find way to get out of it anyway. <laughs> it's, I've grown out of that. Like when I was younger, I used to love that because like I don't gotta talk to you. I don't gotta pretend we gotta like. No. No. Cool. As I've gotten older. Bitch, you better come cuddle with me. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you mean? Well, fuck you mean where I'm going? Straight up. <laughs> well, what fuck you mean where I'm going? <laughs> you better come lay down and let's at least have a fake ass conversation or something. You ain't gonna just put me out like I'm like the first time. All right, twice in my life I got treated like a piece of meat and this shit pissed. Like the first time, I didn't care. I was young. I mean, you know about Shorty with Kanasi. Mm -hmm. I went. We were beefing about some shit. 
and we had just recently broke up. So she goes, come, come over. I don't know why she's telling me come over. We recently broke up. It's been like two weeks. I'm like, what's up? I come in and she gives the most nasty she's ever been. Mm. She goes crazy. God bless. And her. then I, <laughs> while I'm like pulling my pants up, she's like, all right, you could go now. Damn. And when I was like, I was, I'm like 19, 20 at the time. I'm like, Ooh. I'm laughing like. I can go see my other bitch. <laughs> like I don't gotta, I don't gotta stay here. Yeah. Say less. Then this happened when I was like 25, and I felt so disgusted with myself. <laughs> like she was like, "All right, thanks." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And she was like, "Oh, nah, nah. Like I'm gonna go chill. You could." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that shit hurt my heart. I was like, "Wow, I thought we had something here. I thought I just bust yeah. your ass." You ever, like, nah. you ever had a situation where you went over to a shorty house with the expectation of time being spent longer than it does? <laughs> not not the sexual act, but just like the yeah. entirety of it, right? Yeah. So, I remember a point where I was. I don't think I was mobile. Oh no, I was always mobile. So. I didn't want to leave New York to go to Jersey to come. Remember, I had to come get Jake's. So I would go to Shorty Crib in my mind. I get there early enough. You spend some time, knock it down, and we're going to spend the night. But then I did that, and she said, Yeah, so you could go. And then I'm like, The fuck I'm going to do now? <laughs> so, so now I'm sleeping in my car. <laughs> well. In my mid twenties, I learned to define whether I'm spending the night or yeah, not. Yeah, I need to. I need to I know. I need to know. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how uncomfortable that is. Hey, so just so I'm clear, am I staying or am I coming? We do, we chilling, whatever. And I'm like, is this a hangout or is this we got plans tomorrow type situation? I need to know. Yeah, I used to. I, used I, to I travel with an overnight that. bag if mm-hmm. I'm staying. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. I got a whole bag, whatever. But like, we all it should. Is. We all should. So, yeah, so hang out or hang out. I got a car, so <laughs> that's my overnight bag. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, but I need to know that because if I'm not staying, that's also cool, but I need to know. So I know, all right. I don't know if I'm even coming if I can't stay. Like, it got well, no, to, if I can't stay, I'm going to gonna point. beat my meat before I get there because that's going to really decide if I come. Yeah. Pre spank will determine a whole lot of if shit. If I come to you after I beat my meat, I really want it to hit. <laughs> If I beat my meat first, tricks to the game. A wow. lot of times, Last my clarity is way better. Men think a lot differently. Yeah, yeah. I tell everybody before every major decision when it comes to sleeping with a woman, just beat your dick, beat your dick once, because that will change a lot of things. These lenses are lifted. And you I, just I go, feel like I women would say the same. A lot of women would say the same. Y'all should, but sometimes yeah. I can't nut though after I do that, son. <laughs> That's the problem. Yo, That's the problem. We should, <laughs> we should be there. That's, that's a good problem to have, though. Trust me. <laughs> we shouldn't be there in life. All right. Let me, I only got a few more questions. Let's get through these. Um, that's some wild fans. Yeah, Whoever sent them. Yeah, bro, bro, this, this, all right. How do you tell a guy or girl his or her genitalia smells bad? Without making it awkward going forward, make they make make them taste it and smell it too. Wait, what? What? Ah! Uh, <laughs> Wait, I what? Get it. 
I need I need explanation. You know what I mean? I get it. Before you, before uh, y'all have gosh, y'all I don't want to explain shit. it. I was hoping that you guys just got it and then we can move no. on. No. <laughs> no. Please tell. I want to meet the nigga you made taste. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, bro. But usually the problem is never. I mean, the male you yours are external, so right. It's a different type of thing with you guys. Mm. I think it's more of a woman thing, if anything. Mm-hmm. Would I agree? What? Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. So yes. it's usually a woman thing. Nah, nah. Niggas balls be sweaty. I mean, it, it could be sweaty, but that's like, bad. but that's not like, oh my God, I, you have something. It's like, you have sweaty balls, go Some shower like and that. it's <laughs> done. I think with women, it's more of a convoluted situation. Absolutely. And it's a lot more clear and a lot more direct mm-hmm. and a lot more apparent. And a lot more pungent. And a lot more pungent. In my opinion. And a lot more everything. And my experience. <laughs> Was that our group chat where this conversation was in? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. We, we had a recently, conversation. Yeah, about, recently. Recently, right? Yeah. We had a conversation about this. That was in my phone for like a, like three months. It was one of those things you couldn't hold. You just had to ask. Well, how did we get to that? I don't know. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot, I forgot what we was talking no, about. No, we were talking about something else. I bring that up to say we some wild niggas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clearly. <laughs> I mean, I think I know that already. We might as well bring it to the podcast at Sorry. this point. Good word. So we had a conversation recently about some of the mistakes we made as young Younger men in our lives. Oh, and I remember now. One of these questions yeah. that came up in the group chat was, "Yo, y'all ever got to a shorty when you were younger? This was not in the last ten years, and you know she was having a not so fresh day. What would you do?" And you know everybody gave their responses. I'm a real nigga. I tell you the truth. Look, man, shorty came to see me one night after a house party, basement party. Oof. Oh yeah, it was Those are sweaty. Oh my god! Nice. So she came in. You can see the sweat dripping. Then sweated out her curls all. Oof. So she come she in. Hot box, hot box. She come in. She come to my room. This is when I was very, very, very young. I had to be like 16 at least, and I only know that because at that time I still lived with my mom. So when I explained this to one of my female friends, she said, "Why you ain't just let her take a shower?" I was like, "Nigga, my mom's room is next to the bathroom. She can't even go that way. Like she come in the house, she come in my room. That's it. You better pee before you get here." Damn, she can't use the bathroom. When I was 16. Look, my mom's was is very strict. Look, you, I can't, you can't have a bucket of water. Or something? I haven't lived with my mom since I was seventeen. But you when I was gonna get her a rag. Listen, shorty, pee before you get here. Yo, the you... faces y'all have is what I was saying on the phone. But I was like, yo, she. Can't. <laughs> listen, pee before you get here. Or oh, any girl I was dealing with at that time knew the situation with my mom's. I was like, yo, listen, if you gonna come here on a late night, because the way my crib was set up, if you walk in my house, my bedroom door was literally like here and here. Like you just walk in and in, and you in my room. But down that hall was my mom's room, looking at the door and the bathroom. You can't go to my mama light sleeper. We got wood floors, wood creeks. I'm sorry. Recipe for disaster. You can't go that way. So you got to handle all your business before you get here. Thank you for that insight because I will never give my son the room <laughs> next to the door. <laughs> yeah, my mom will listen to this podcast. <laughs> so my little brothers is good. But nah, um, so anyway, Shorty came. She came in. She's somehow drunk i don't know why 16 we used to drink so much but we did um so she's drunk whatever she's kissing on me whatever so you know i'm whatever i get on the bed and (laughs) 
I remember pulling her panties down and this this wave <laughs> this, this wave is she gonna hear that she I, probably told, yeah and i've told her this story she i've told her this okay i, I, I told her this. i didn't tell her this that day mm-hmm, but like right, a few but months like, later we had that conversation and she was like yo have i ever smelled bad and i was like now that you brought that up i think it's important <laughs> yeah to have those conversations especially with someone you're intimate with but yeah you know and I, sometimes it doesn't have to be a conversation you could just have them taste it and then it'll be clear right we, we Anyway, so <laughs> I get this wave. Now, any real man, if I was older, would have been like, hey, you know, things don't smell normal or, you know, let's chill, whatever. I'm a young 16-year-old. I don't know the next time my mom's going to be sleeping enough for me to get somebody in here to have sex. I took a pillow. <laughs> I put it between me and <laughs> To muffle the smell. That's what I just read. And I did what I had to do. That's why I was so funny. That's why I was so funny because I literally just read. I read back to look. I'm like, so I hope you tell a story soon. And it was a terrible experience. And I'm not gonna lie. That is how I got to where I am now. Like, I don't. I have such a phobia now of women smelling like that. That. Like anybody knows me, I'll eat pussy to tomorrow. I'm that type of nigga. I have to visibly see you take a shower before I do it. I have a weird thing with that. I have to see you take a shower before I do it. You're traumatized. Yes, I know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was fucked up. <laughs> but, but you did that to yourself. That's not what we discussing right now. <laughs> Accountability. He ain't deserve that. Right? She she didn't deserve not being able to use the bathroom. Maybe if we would give her her minute in the bathroom, she could have gotten that together. Yeah, but you gotta understand my mom's was there. You gotta understand the circumstances. She just came from the hot box. Like, you knew what It was a whole bashment. So, like, you knew. Like, here's my thing there's always gonna be some sort of odor, whatever. I just didn't expect it to be that. That Maybe you caught the wave. So, like, if it was like it had time to air out a little bit, it I had to Febreze my room at this. Right, so, <laughs> That's because sex brings an odor too, bro. It was terrible. Sex, August, yeah. it was terrible. It was terrible. So y'all not like gonna tell song. y'all shit. Just me putting my. I, I, hey, Fuck man, y'all. I, look, I don't know, man. Uh, do I have a? I don't really got like a bad like smell taste. I remember the, when taste. I was younger. Yeah, I mean, well, not taste, but the smile, I don't really got a story like that. But I remember when I was younger, the first time um, a girl squirted, I know I saw red because I didn't know what the fuck it was. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, it wasn't a, red squirting. He's no. just saying no. red. Oh, you I got saw angry. red. I got oh. angry. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I, know. I saw their faces. I was like, no, no, no. go back. Like, What's go back. going on? Delete I heard him say, "Wait, what?" And then I'm like, "Why he saying wait what?" And I'm like, "Oh, nah." She she was riding my face, so I'm eating it riding my face. You know, real niggas do real shit. So then some liquid just start pouring in my mouth. Mm-hmm. So the first time, if you're not prepared for it, it definitely catches you off guard. So I threw her Especially off. Especially if it's in your face. You yeah. threw her? You threw her? I threw her off. I spit whatever the fuck was in my mouth out. Ew. Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you you got to go. <laughs> in your mind, she peed him. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going Because so it's warm, too. Yeah, but she's like, nah, nah. I'm, I'm, you know, 
this it was a teaching moment because she actually educates you like no nah, that's that's square like that's regular whatever the case may be we, we google searched it yeah the first time she i got down. the first time i got squirted on i got squirted in my face but not because she was not nah, my mouth be like listen listen like, i'm telling you yeah i was doing what i was doing and i pulled out and it was just she was a she was a long distance shooter. Oh my! <laughs> and it just hit me in the face, and I was like, "I need answers." <laughs> See, mine's happened after people I know's experience. So I was prepared. Like when it happened, I was just was prepared. You prepared for it. For it. Yeah, like, I just I was like, "All right, cool." Nothing could have prepared me for that. Yeah, it was terrible. So y'all just gonna keep saying, "Make them taste it." And that's y'all yeah, I need y'all this. to clarify. If you go down. On a female, right? And you get that whiff. By the time you come up to kiss me, I'ma taste that, right? I'ma be honest. I don't know why he kept going down once he whiffed it. <laughs> right, like I'ma taste it right automatically from there. As a woman, if you taste funny, if you taste salty. What that taste like? <laughs> what? what? You know what I'm saying, like, what that taste like? The, the stenchy shit, like the shit she's talking about. Oh, us. Well, not us, but How does I hope not us. She said when funny she put it down, funny put it tastes funny. Like, oh, okay, okay. I'm thinking, whatever. Like, I'm smelly thinking. pussy taste definitely tastes funny. It, ha- it has a taste to it. Like, you can taste it. Like, you saying this like you have Girl, you can taste everything. I like girls too. You, duh, duh. I know that. Like, Yo, I, 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 you you say that. I like right girls too. I was right yeah. then. Yes. I, I don't, I like, I don't uh, assume. I, I, don't, I just wanted you to say it. I was just like, yeah, she's describing vagina. I, I know she. I know vagina. <laughs> like, okay. And furthermore, as a woman, I have have had to taste myself before you tasted me too, so I know what I taste like. <laughs> you said you. <laughs> That's what we clear. <laughs> she said you real aggressively. I was like, wait, huh? <laughs> <laughs> So we know exactly what it tastes like. Like we know it if it comes out funny. Like we will know. <laughs> okay. Now say something. Balance us out, please. Everybody engaging in sex understands that their stenches, their smell, sweats, right. all types of stuff is not going to smell like roses, right? But it all depends on what you're eating, what you're drinking, what how you're taking care of yourself. Even a man, also, your sperm does have tastes mm-hmm. and smells depending on what you are consuming. Um, and so water... Water? Uh, water? Water. Water. I was about to say, we it's just put his nigga's water. water. <laughs> we just put his nigga's business out here. It's just water. <laughs> water. Like, water. She gonna just put this nigga's name. Not water. Water. W A T E R. It's just water. Damn, water. I mean, water. <laughs> <laughs> she about to just blow you up, my God. My fault. Okay. All right. All right, we only got three more. Let's get through these. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with someone once you find out that they are cheap? Can you date or be friends with a cheap person? Uh, we're starting with <coughs> Tia. I don't care. Um, I'm, I'm fr- doing this out of a win. I'm frugal too, so if you're cheap, we're going to be cheap together, but don't ever expect me to come out of my pocket crazy for you if you're not going to do the same thing for me. Treat me how you want to be treated. Right. Don't 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 expect the roly if you're going to buy me dedication. Fossil rock. <laughs> right. Like, don't don't expect, I'm, like you said, equality. That's equality for me. Don't, don't be cheap with me and expect me to not give you that shit back. That's number one. Number two, 
I'm very, I splurge for myself. So I feel like I'm dating somebody from going on a date. I expect them to want to splurge on themselves too. So this, this can go together either way. Got you. I'm going to match energy. Stays. Yeah, I'm the same way, man. I'm going to match the energy. I can't be with somebody that's cheap. You know how I am, bro. I'd rather, I don't like arguing over bills. I don't like arguing over money. I don't like arguing over shit. Let's just wrap this up. Get, get moving. Let's go. Facts. Mel? I'm with this, like, money. I, I hate having conversations about money, period. Mm-hmm. Um, and I pay for experiences. Like, everybody, I think everybody just spends their money. They want to be frugal with whatever they want to be frugal with. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's people that are like, oh, I'll spend $500 on a purse. But they'll, like, go to eat McDonald's. It's like, you're not really frugal. You're just um, prioritizing things based on your likes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Drake? Same, same thing, man. Um, cost effective as well, so just match my energy. All right. <clears throat> is there a way to respectfully cheat, or is all cheating considered equally bad? Can we define cheating? I, I'm when I say cheating, I'm talking about. I don't know what this person meant, but when I say cheating, I'm talking about all aspects, physically, mentally, emotionally, all of that. Because some people have this misconception that cheating is only sex, and I personally believe that you can you can mentally cheat and you can emotionally cheat. Personally, what well, you said politely though, is it? Yeah, is it like, to... I, I don't know what this person <coughs> was trying to ask, but no, they said respect. Is there a way to respectfully cheat? There's no cheating is just disrespectful. There's no way to you know put it. It's just disrespectful. The only way to be respectful is to not get caught. In my eyes. Well, that's probably what they meant. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably what they meant. Yeah, just don't get caught. Uh, Tia. We already went through this on the episode that I was here for. You know how I feel about it. Cheating is disrespectful across the board. It doesn't matter how we do this. It doesn't matter how you want to flip it. Whether I do it and you don't find out, I'm still being disrespectful behind your back. Right, right. So either way, it's, it's, it's enough. There is no respectful way to cheat. No. No. I mean, I see cheating as, like, just lying about something. Like, stepping out with somebody else while you're in a relationship is not really a problem if it's an agreement, if it's something that the other person has has a choice or it has been communicated to them. Mm -hmm. I think cheating is just lying, and lying is bad always, period. So... Look, I've lied before. <laughs> Stop lying. Look, man, cheating. All right, whatever. The respectful way to cheat is to not get caught. Just like I, like I said, don't have your shorty looking like a fool. If you could, if you could do it under the secrecy app, then I go ahead, do your thing, player. Yeah, for me, uh, <laughs> cheating is. Cheating is funny only because I I put everything in the context of me. The context for me is you fuck somebody while we together and we ain't have a talk about that. That's cheating. Mm-hmm. So whatever. If you catch feelings for somebody while we're together and we didn't talk about that, that's cheating. But the talking about it is the cheating, not the actual action. No, the act. It's everything's all fair as long as we've had a conversation concerning this. If we've never had a conversation concerning this, this is a problem for me, and will always be a problem for me. So, the way to respond. Right. <laughs> anyway, the only way, uh, like I said, the only way to be respectful to me is to come talk to me. Like. I- 
I've, as I've gotten older, I've been able to accept and deal, be, be able to accept and deal, be able to deal with more things. So I've been in situations where it's like, yo, look, I love you. This is the case may be, but I do want to do whatever with other people. Cool. As long as I have that other option too, that can be our situation. But talk to me about that. If that's not the case, don't, don't let me find out you're doing some shit. That's going to be a problem. And you know, I've been trying to not go to jail for years. Mm, facts. Last question. <laughs> Funny one. <laughs> this is really for y'all. Is it okay for a man to moan excessively during sex? I don't know who asked these questions. So I've been on both sides. I've been on the guys that make, or a guy that doesn't make any noise. And then I was with a guy that was made too much noise. And right. they're both annoying to me. Mm. It's about balance, like everything in life. Tia? I've been on both ends of this spectrum, but I need a guy to make noise. I need to know that you're enjoying this. I need to know that, for me, it's a form of validation. It makes me feel a little better. I might come a little more because you're moaning. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I like the sounds of sex, period. So, like, that, that's for me, yeah. So, yeah, I, I could take that. You be moaning when you have sex? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm more of a passionate dude, so I'm... I'm, I'm not loud Like I'll be in your ear Whispering and talking And you know what I mean Getting into it I like a lot of kissing During sex I'm one of those Type of dudes But I definitely I've been told though That I need to Be a little more vocal Which is why I stepped up In my In my game I added it to my arsenal I'm gonna You know Run the game back Gameplay back And see what's up What's up But yeah. Looks good to me before I get to you, Dre, I'm going to just answer the question. I've also, I'm in that boat where I'm, I made little, I'm not moaning. <laughs> let's, yeah, be, let's be clear. Yeah. I'm not moaning. But I do, I will say little things here and there. Now, I have been told that I can be a little quiet. But that's because you don't understand. I'm trying to focus on not coming in 10 minutes, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, your ass all jiggling. I'm out here like, yo, I'm trying to think about Steph Curry shooting and all types of other shit. Like, this is what I'm thinking about. You think I'm being quiet, whatever. That's I'm real. Fo- that, that's real. Like, still real. Like, as a like grown man. So you'd yeah. be surprised <laughs> the conversations I done had in my head while having sex. Bro, wow. I talk to him in my head while I'm having sex. Yo, bro, this is... <laughs> I'm thinking podcast shit. I'm thinking everything. Everything That's I've replayed an episode of Law and Order in my head while having <laughs> sex. I'm not thinking the two. I got my man. Up. I'm just saying. Not that, him that, specifically. Please don't. Just, <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Like, you can literally <laughs> wait till you're done to have this conversation. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, like for me, like I, I've, I've worked on that now. <laughs> I've worked on that now. I'm, I'm trying to be a little more uh, vocal. But you know, whatever. What about you, Dre? Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not loud, but I, I do say a lot. I talk a lot. She called me Mr. One Liner. What? Yeah, mm. yeah Mr. One Liner. Yeah, that was a good night. It only happened once? You only had one line? Nah, the, <laughs> end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Uh, we want to take this time real quick to just thank y'all for all these questions. Some of these was great. Some of these were interesting. Some of these were we'll never answering you again. But we thank y'all and we appreciate y'all. Uh, 
really quick i also want to take this time to thank our two very 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 special guests mm -hmm. tia we're not gonna call you toxic today because you wasn't as toxic today so we're just gonna call you tia thank and you we're gonna call mel we're not gonna say you broke any chains you just helped us you know get some clarity on some things Fact. today but i really do appreciate y'all for coming for giving us y'all ears and y'all voices and you know lending y'all experience to the situation uh we need this Tell them where they can find you, Mel. I'm at the Diary of MR, yes, and it's is. Relations Podcast, R-E-L-A-Y-S-H-O-N-S. -E and it's Relations, not Relations, like a lot of people say. I didn't AKA say it too. like that. I, didn't say it. <laughs> I was told it like that, and I've always said it like that, because that's the way it was told to me. But we're going to put that as a side. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you got coming you want to talk about, you want to promote really quickly? Yes, um, I'm recording this week, um, and we're talking about marriage and how you marry people are not making this appealing at all. So check that out. All right, we definitely going to make sure we promote that and push that out there. The links will be in the bio. T, tell them where they can find you. F forever. F-O-R-E-A. Forever. Underscore a 90s girl on Instagram only right now. Okay, tell them if you got anything coming you want to talk about, you want to send them to go buy anything from the uh, crafts page, anything like that? That's on hold until this semester ends. A homegirl is struggling right now. I'm about to go home and study. <laughs> Okie doke. We, we in final season. All right, then. Those were our two lovely guests. Once again, we want to keep hearing from y'all. We want to get more questions. We want to get more DMs. We want to get more emails. So you already know the vibes. Hit us up at SoHazyThing.Pod on Instagram or hit us up on, at SHTTPod on Facebook and Twitter. And if the social media thing ain't your thing, you can reach out to us and email us at SoHazyThing at Yahoo.com. Well said. Yeah, man. As always, check out the visuals. I definitely recommend it. Um, we on YouTube at so Here's the Thing Podcast. Um, and then we're on all audio platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, all of that. So here's the thing. And, you know, like, subscribe, all of that. Comment, give us some feedback, all of that. Yeah, it's your boy Stitchy, man. We out of here. It's your boy, too. Mo. Tia. Stilo, we out. Later. Later. <laughs> Twice in the store, might make you do it tomorrow. You try 